I'd like to thank the Academy for um, allowing me to be here today. Uh, and um, um, I'll ask the most important uh, question first. There will be another Star Wars someday, but uh, it won't be for a while. Uh, I'm really going to talk to you about um, the quiet, sort of uh, unassuming life that I lead. Uh, not very adventurous, but uh, what most people come up to me and want to know is uh, how did I get there? How did I come to do all this? And um, um, how did I become so successful at it? Uh, there is a secret, and um, uh, this is a time in your life when uh, you need to discover that secret, uh, hopefully over the next four or five years. I was lucky I discovered it in my junior year in college, uh, and um, a friend of mine later in life uh, described that secret. It's been discussed today, and I don't think it can be stressed strongly enough. Um, the secret to success, the secret to happiness, is to follow your bliss, uh, to look deep down inside and say, what gives me pleasure? What gives me that special feeling? I don't mean sort of pleasure of the senses. I don't mean the pain, the, uh, the fame, the power, and the, the money. Uh, I mean a little feeling that comes inside when you've helped somebody, when you've done something you're really proud of, that you feel you've accomplished some um, personal goal. Uh, and I think ultimately comes down to having compassion. Uh, compassion for your fellow human beings and compassion for all, all living forms on this planet. And, you know, it might sound corny, but ultimately as you go through life, you're going to discover that uh, a lot of people have said this as they come up here in one form or another, and a lot of people will probably continue to say it. Uh, and that's because it's true. Uh, it's a very simple thing, you know. It's been said for thousands and thousands of years. You know, love your brother, uh, care, love, uh, have feelings for other people. Uh, that is what it really comes down to in the end. Uh, when I got into school, I wasn't very good at it. And uh, I wasn't very good at it, I think, because I was bored. I didn't really know what I wanted. And it wasn't until I discovered film that I found something that I had a talent for and that I had a, a strong feeling inside for, something I knew I was good at and I really cared about. Uh, at the time, it was impossible to get into the film business. All my friends said, you're crazy. You know, this is nuts. You're going to end up a ticket ticker at Disneyland. I said, that's no career. I said, well, I can't help it. I love this. Uh, when uh, I've, I'd always had a tendency toward art, I liked art. I wanted to go to art school. My father said, uh, you can go, but uh, I won't pay for it. And my passion wasn't strong enough. I just said, well, I'll try an easier route. But once I found a film, there wasn't a force on earth that could stop me. And uh, I think 
you're going to find with a lot of the people that come up here today and tomorrow that that's a, a single thread that runs through all of our lives is that each one of us has discovered something inside that we really care about and we really love doing and we would do it if we had to pay to do it we would do it no matter what we would do it if nobody uh, ever recognized that we did it uh, because there's something about the act of doing it of whether it's science or literature uh, uh, or building uh, building a company that uh, a person cares about and um, so I went to film school and um, with um, my fortunate uh, uh, luck to have discovered my talent and um, uh, a lot of very, very hard work. Uh, I became recognized as a filmmaker and uh, got a chance to make my first feature film. And uh, this was in the mid-60s and I was just out of college and I came to another realization, which one comes to. Uh, a lot of my idealism, a lot of my feelings about the world we live in um, were changed and um, I was confronted with a lot of uh, issues and uh, forces that I thought, um, boy, this is terrible. The discovery that the world isn't the way uh, it had been portrayed in our youth, that it was a grim, evil place. Uh, and that uh, horrible things were going on all the time. And uh, I felt, uh, as one feels when one's confronted with this, well, this is what I'm going to make my movies about. I'm going to make the powerful movies. I'm going to make the films that tell the world the way it is, uh, how, what a terrible place we live in, and all the bad things that are going on. And maybe that will uh, inform people, and uh, there will be some change. Uh, I made that film. And it wasn't very successful. This will get mentioned here. You'll uh, notice that uh, the little list that he read uh, has all the successes. It doesn't have any of the failures. Well, there were a lot of failures, <laughs> probably more failures than successes. And uh, my first film was called THX 1138, and it portrayed a very grim, modern, isolated world where people didn't care about each other. Uh, and um, it wasn't very effective. It wasn't very successful. And uh, it wasn't uh, very well liked, actually. And um, I came, my, some of my friends said, well, why don't you make something different, something that's not like you, something that's funny or upbeat and everything. And I had an idea to do a film about rock and roll and cruising, where I spent most of my youth. And uh, so I said, OK. And I made that film. And it was a, a positive film. It had positive values. Uh, uh, it was about growing up. It was about the issues of growing up and changing your life and facing those changes and uh, not being afraid of those changes and accepting the responsibility that you were going to go out in the world and, uh, and uh, ha have a, an adventure of it, so to speak. And it was an extremely popular film. And I got a lot of letters back from everybody saying how it changed their lives and how powerful it was for them and uh, how it put them on the right track and how it made them uh, feel positive about life again. And I, and I came to a realization at that point that um, 
it was more valuable for me to make films about, not about the way the world is, because I discovered very quickly that most people, uh, after a period of time, discover very, very quickly what the world is like. Uh, it's not uh, news to them how terrible it is. Uh, but what they need is a vision of what the world should be, or what it could be, uh, about the way we should feel about our fellow man. Um, and uh, so that's when I start about to make uh, Star Wars, which was uh, basically I wanted to tell a fairy tale uh, that uh, had these pol uh, positive values that uh, showed um, what uh, uh, caring about uh, your fellow man and uh, not caring what uh, uh, race they're from or planet. Uh, and um, in doing that, I led me on the road to, uh, to uh, making more successful films, which uh, I think are successful primarily because they deal with the issues that concern people the most, which is how do I fit in the world, and how can I overcome adversity, and how can I help my fellow man? And uh, it's, a, it's an issue that doesn't get talked about very much, especially in the media. They say, oh, well, they're popular because of the special effects or whatever, and uh, that's really not true. A lot of people make special effects films, and they, uh, people don't respond to them. Uh, and as you go through life and you hopefully search deep down inside to find out what it is that gives you pleasure, you may discover that um, it's not something that's going to make you a lot of money or bring you fame and fortune and uh, power. It may be something that just gives you a great deal of pleasure and it helps other people. And uh, in that you'll find a lot of happiness, which I think ultimately is the greatest achievement of all. And um, um, I'm going to open it up for questions now. Um, my name is Miso Yama from Cupertino, California, and you mentioned compassion in your speech. Um, what specific events in your life really affected your view of compassion as very important to your life? Uh, well, I don't know whether it was one particular event. It's a, it's a, it was a growing realization, I think. Uh, uh, I live in, an, in a uh, work in an industry where there's a lot of uh, very talented people and a lot of people that are very uh, have a tendency to be very self-centered and uh, and uh, in moving through that world I discovered that uh, a lot of them weren't happy and going through a lot of the things myself I discovered that, uh, that in myself when um, I was worrying about uh, the money or the, the business side of things or the, the uh, fame or you know, what people were writing about me uh, or those sorts of issues that uh, I wasn't nearly as happy as when I was um, uh, with my kids, teaching my kids or I, I teach at the university or any of the other things that were basically uh, a giving process rather than a taking process. Um, my name is Sean Canner from uh, Tarzana, California, and um, I, was, oh, I was just wondering, 
you've described some of your beliefs and philosophies to us today. Are those what you base the quote unquote force on? And uh, if so, I, um, I would just like to say that it's a, it's a very admirable, admirable uh, philosophy. Well, the, the force was a, a way of distilling a lot of the mythologies and philosophies that people have carried with them over the years uh, into a, a very, uh, a very uh, short form, very short form. I mean, it's described and dealt with in, you know, half a paragraph if you added up all the lines in the film. But I think a lot of people understood it because it is a thread that runs through almost all religions and uh, all mythology and uh, I think all human emotion. My name is Harry Yoon. I'm from San Leandro. Um, I've heard somewhere that uh, one of the keys to being a good director is to see, see what isn't obvious in like a location or like in an object. I was wondering what qualities or characteristics do you think ta it takes to be a good director? Um, well, that's a, a, a tough question because every director is different in his own, own way. You need to be uh, uh, extremely persistent. Uh, half of getting to be a director is be, having an idea and bringing it to a vision. And you have to be very sure about what it is you want. A really great director has a vision in his head, and he knows instantly what has to happen. And I think this is true pretty much of any profession. When you're really into it and you really know what's going on, you don't have a lot of uh, uh, soul searching about what is the right decision. Uh, and a director makes, oh, gee, uh, at least a thousand decisions a day. And if somebody says, should the coffee cup be here and should it be red, you know, no, it should not be red and it should be over there. You don't have to question it. Uh, and uh, the better the director, the faster those answers come. If you find a director standing on the set sort of scratching his head, uh, you know he's got problems. Yeah, I'm Ken Schatz from Livermore High School. And Luke Skywalker is clearly a hero in the model proposed by Jung and Joseph Campbell. And I was wondering, how do you see uh, Indiana Jones as a hero? Um, well, Indiana Jones is a hero. It's, it's, he's a little different here. The Star Wars trilogy was one that was based on mythology, where um, the Indiana Jones trilogy more or less uses mythology. Uh, he is a is a, uh, a character who is caught in a conflict between uh, uh, that sort of issue of doing good for others and doing good for himself. Uh, and it's especially portrayed in the new film, who finally sort of pulled out all the, the history of, of that character. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, challenge between following in his father's footsteps or following in his own footsteps. Uh, and ultimately, how much uh, does one care about chasing objects as opposed to caring about other people? Uh, in that particular thing, it has to do with the Holy Grail, which symbolizes a search for inner fulfillment and happiness, which is ultimately found in other human beings and relationships rather than in chasing a golden goblet. Um, hi, I'm Amy Miller from Athens, Georgia. Um, I do a lot of amateur filmmaking myself, and I find that the problem that I and my friends have is just generating enough ideas to uh, keep making films or whatever. How do you keep generating the great amount of ideas that you've been able to come up with for the Star Wars trilogy and Indiana Jones? Well, I don't want to discourage you, 
life is hard, making films is extremely hard, and uh, coming up with ideas is about the hardest thing there is. But uh, as I say, I was fortunate that I found in myself a talent and an ability, and I sort of have a, a wealth of ideas, <laughs> and they just come out all over the place. And that's one of the things one needs to uh, pursue this particular uh, uh, vocation. And it's the same thing if you're a novelist or, or uh, anything else. I mean, you really have to, it's, and it's what I'm saying about a director. Um, you get into a, uh, when, you, when you find your bliss, when you find what it is you really love, uh, you, you struggle against adversity, but at the same time you always have this positive feeling that you know what has to happen. And you have ideas that just come out that you know these are the right ideas.